pregnancy though the most beautiful period of a person's life can also be the most confusing giving credit to information overload we have the internet to give us different sources of information again a lot of well-meaning relatives friends any strangers on the street who pass us by will be giving us a lot of advice and sometimes most of the advice will be contradictory one person tells you one thing the other person tells you no don't do that it's not good for you so what do you end up doing there are a lot of myths regarding pregnancy and in this episode let us break 10 myths that a lot of pregnant mothers experience during pregnancy let's quickly jump into myth number 1 a pregnant woman should not do any work and should be very careful and take a lot of rest the fact is unless and until your doctor has specifically asked you to take rest you can definitely carry on with your day to day activities you can even exercise exercising and moving your body during pregnancy has a lot of benefits not only for you but for your baby as well Yes during the first trimester or even other stages of pregnancy you may feel very tired because your body is working overtime you may have discomforts like nausea vomiting headaches backache swollen feet acidity heartburn and so on but for most of these discomforts the best remedy is exercising just move your body for at least 30 minutes every day not able to do it continuously break it into 10 10 minutes thrice a day slowly increase it to 60 minutes at least 5 to 6 days a week you will slowly start seeing the benefits of moving and exercising during pregnancy and like i said it has a lot of benefits not only for you but to help your baby grow and be healthy as well let's jump to myth number 2 you should be eating for two people during pregnancy now that you're carrying a baby So generally you would be advised to eat four idlis if you've been eating two four chapatis if you've been eating one or two saying that you know you have to eat for yourself and for the growing baby how will your baby grow if you're eating so less this is like one of the most common myths and most misunderstood information so far a pregnant woman does not have to eat for two in quantity but you have to eat for two in quality what do i mean by this you don't have to increase your portion size your serving size if you're not feeling hungry eat only when you are hungry and eat till your stomach is three-fourths full so that you don't suffer from discomforts like heartburn and acidity but improve the quality of food that you are having reduce the amount of sugars the amount of unhealthy food that you're having increase the amount of green leafy vegetables sources of iron rotate your grains have different types of grains millets every day different vegetables each day a different fruit each day include all different varieties of food ensure that your plate is colorful this is what you should be concentrating on and not on the amount of food that you are eating a pregnant person needs only 300 extra calories on an average per day that to only for the second and the third trimester so don't worry too much Remember eat only when you are hungry and eat till your stomach is three fourth full. If you want you can increase the number of meals from 3 to 5, 3 meals and 2 snacks, maybe a juice in the middle, but you don't have to increase the amount of you know calories drastically just because you are pregnant. Now on to myth number 3. The food you eat will determine the complexion of your baby. 
we have so many mothers who come and ask i've been asked to eat only white color light color food they're not letting me eat dry grapes they're not letting me eat dates they're not letting me eat anything that is dark in color because that will affect the complexion of my baby we indians have been obsessed with skin color for ages right road we have to concentrate on is having a healthy baby with healthy skin that is going to serve them the purpose of having a healthy lifestyle now coming back to the point the food you eat the color of the food you eat will not determine the complexion of your baby complexion of a baby whether the baby is going to be light skin dark skin medium skin whatever it is is determined purely by genetics the dna that your baby receives from the father from the mother it could be from three generations before so grandparents great grandparents even one set before the great great grandparents so eat whatever you can if you are told to eat food like saffron in your diet it's good to include saffron because saffron has a lot of micronutrients but one to two strands every day is more than enough but do not correlate it correlated to getting a fairer or a lighter skin toned baby your baby will inherit from three generations before you like i already said jumping to myth number 4 if you are active during your pregnancy you will definitely have a vaginal birth or what we call as a normal delivery yes staying active exercising can drastically improve your chances of having a vaginal birth but that is not the only indicator birth is very unpredictable you could be on the verge of pushing but some emergency could happen and you will be taken for a c section Sometimes your doctor will say no you will definitely have a C-section but you could go into labor and deliver a baby vaginally very quickly unexpectedly so birth is very unpredictable what we can do is exercise eat healthy prepare mentally you know and be ready to have a vaginal birth but what if you go ahead and have a cesarean that's perfectly okay whatever needs to be done to have a healthy mother and a healthy baby but stay active because it has other benefits like faster recovery less a weight gain your baby will be born at the optimal weight you'll be able to manage your stress levels and so many other benefits not just for having a vaginal birth now coming to myth number 5 a cesarean is the easy way out the truth is it's definitely not a cesarean is a surgery and a major abdominal surgery it's not a minor surgery you will need a lot of time to heal They say that a doctor has to approximately cut through six to seven layers of pod, you know, of your body parts, to reach the uterus and take the baby out. So no, it's not the easy way out. It can be a very painful recovery. Can be slow. And imagine any other surgery you're having in the world, you will be allowed to take rest to recover afterwards. But after a cesarean, a major abdominal surgery, within an hour or two, we are expected to breastfeed the baby lying down. The next day, we are expected to sit up, carry the baby. take care of a baby breastfeed the baby you're not only healing but you're taking care of a baby's needs as well so no it is not the easy way around so all you c-section mothers don't feel guilty for what you have gone through you have fought a battle to deliver your baby pregnancy myth number 6 you should only be happy during pregnancy because your emotions will affect your baby let's look at the truth yes the mother's emotions whatever the mother thinks is definitely going to reach the baby but you have to understand one thing as a human you cannot just experience one type of so called good or happy emotions all the time we are meant to have various different varieties of emotions one minute you may be feeling happy the other you may be feeling dull another you may be feeling irritable 
feeling that fear anxiousness on whether you will be able to deliver a healthy baby all this is normal and the major cause of all these mood swings and emotions is the hormonal changes that are happening during pregnancy these hormones are very important to ensure that your pregnancy is healthy and that your baby is growing very well but at the same time these hormones are also causing your mood swings so don't beat yourself up don't feel guilty it is normal but if it crosses a point of you know short term stress and it goes to chronic stress where you're always feeling affected because of it you're always feeling low you're not able to function normally it is a sign that you have to seek professional help don't feel embarrassed it's important to take care of yourself emotionally just like you take care of yourself physically during pregnancy it's important not only for your baby but for you as well for your long term health so don't feel bad always reach out to a professional if you feel like your mood swings are becoming too continuous and you are stepping into chronic stress let's look at myth number 7 the size and the shape of your baby bump of your tummy can predict the gender of your baby some also go ahead and say that the size of your baby bump will determine how well your baby is growing so if a mother has a small baby bump they'll say are you not eating properly do you want to harm your baby is your baby growing or not are you really pregnant remember all these can be very hurtful to our mother who's already having a lot of mood swings who's already feeling like her body is occupied by an alien her body is not hers and no the size and the shape of your baby bump is not going to determine whether your baby is going to be a boy a girl or how much your baby is growing or how healthy your baby is growing just listen to what your doctor has to tell you during your checkups and see if your baby is growing well that's more than enough the size the shape of your baby bump could be because of the position of your baby or the way your abdominal muscles are how much of abdominal fat you had before you became pregnant how much weight you're gaining right now the placement of the placenta and so many more factors So don't let anybody shame you for the size of your baby bump. Pregnancy myth number 8. Your skin will glow during pregnancy. The truth is it will glow for some mothers for some pregnancies but not always. One mother could have glowing skin for one pregnancy and very dull pigmented skin for the next pregnancy. These changes on your skin are caused by again the hormonal changes that are happening during pregnancy. Most women will experience some certain type of changes during the pregnancy and it is normal. Don't worry if you experience something that's disturbing you, that's causing you a lot of discomfort, talk to your doctor and you can will be given the right medication to take care of it. And don't worry once you deliver your baby and your hormones are getting balanced after that, your skin will get back to normal. Pregnancy myth number 9. You will have a C-section if your baby weighs more. because you cannot deliver a big baby vaginally usually this is said to mothers whose babies weigh more than 3.5 to 4 on the ultrasound scan but you have to consider that just a few generations back a lot of women were delivering babies at around 4 kgs so no this is not going to affect your chances of a vaginal birth you will only know whether your baby will be delivered vaginally if you try so discuss all the options with your doctor and make a joint decision with your doctor have a trial of labor try for a vaginal birth and if anything happens always you know if your doctor is ready have a team always in the backup and you can always rush for a cesarean but this is a decision you will have to discuss with your doctor get multiple opinions if you want if you feel like your doctor and you are not aligned on the same thoughts get a second opinion from another doctor even a third opinion if you want but ultimately take a joint decision along with your doctor 
the final pregnancy myth of this episode a pregnant woman should rub and clean her breasts and nipples in preparation for breastfeeding and you have to do this during pregnancy itself the truth is no you don't have to clean your breasts and your nipples because they don't become dirty they don't close up during pregnancy just like how our skin sweats sweat passes out through your skin sometimes and sometimes sometimes it doesn't similarly after you've given birth and your baby is put your breast to suckle automatically your breasts will start pushing breast milk out you don't have to clean your nipples you don't have to rub it you don't have to remove the top layer of your nipples in preparation for breastfeeding no just ensure that you are washing your nipples with mild soap always during pregnancy because of all the hormonal changes and you may also be sweating and some pregnant women will leak breast milk even during pregnancy so if you are one of the few who are leaking breast milk then always ensure that you are changing your braziers every very often you could also use these breast milk pads disposable or washable ones that you get and you can use it even during pregnancy to absorb the secretion of milk but don't panic it is normal you don't have to worry your baby will get enough milk even after your baby is born so i hope i've clarified a lot of myths for you you're getting a lot of clarity you're clear you're feeling more confident after listening to these 10 myths i will do a lot of other episodes with many more myths that are there to for pregnancy postpartum and taking care of your newborn soon so don't forget to hit the follow button on the baby pedia podcast i will see you soon in another interesting episode till then lots and lots of love and care to you this is saranya signing off